Welcome to our Easter special! Happy Easter! Uh, <laughs> Why do you sound in pain? Um, that was me. Are you on the cross? Announcer. Ooh, that's that's a nice reference. What, what do we celebrate in Easter? Is it the Eggs. death of him or the resurrection? Who? Of this fabled guy who was supposed fabled. to be It's the resurrection in it? You know the David Blaine of his day? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Uh, he was quite the... Quite the Magician, what a start! How do you say Happy Easter? Is there a particular way? Do you, uh, you know, like I don't say it. Uh, <laughs> Easter eggs, fan. Ah, them. Yeah. Actually, no bars of chocolate. Instead, there's more chocolate in in a bar than mm-hmm. in an egg. Yeah, you, you always get a bar of chocolate in the egg box. Yeah, but like a naff, like tiny one. A knockoff. Well, it would be like, you know, party size is like a tiny one. It'll be even smaller than that. Do you have a party size one? Uh, <laughs> Double. That's your nickname, isn't it? Yeah. Ross Party Size. <laughs> That's cruel. I'm going. I'm putting my coat on and leaving. You didn't bring a coat. You brought a jerkin. A jerkin. Of course, you are listening to. Mm, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Hello, Ross. There. Hi, yeah. Sitting there. It's just us two, isn't it? Yeah. That's why there's that sort of awkward kind of. Mm-hmm. Sexual can you, feel, you can feel it, can't you? I can. And but can wink. you feel the tension as well? <laughs> oh my are god. Are you winking at us or are you Fucking having a stroke? Absolute zingers. I'm not winking at you, but some it is. Oh god. I can dis- smell toast. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I can taste almonds. <laughs> uh, imagine the rest, which we both perished, and the rest of the podcast was you slurring and me just like. Me death rattle. If that happened, do you think your partner, your your wife... Indeed she is. Do you think she would mix the whole podcast and release it as a sign of like... A bit know, like uh, Jeff Buckley's um, affiliates. Like his family. Got, all right, yeah. Or whoever it was, released his... Uh, this was called Sketches for Sweet, My Sweetheart the Drunk. All right. It's like his second album after he perished in the Mississippi River. Was it good? Some great songs on there, aye? Really, really good songs. It would have been an awesome album. Well, it is. But it, I'm sure it would have been finished properly. I don't Jeff. know enough about Jeff Buckley to have it. Um... Well, then we can just talk about him for the next two hours. No, I'll go and listen to Woman. All right, have okay, an fair enough. I know that song. What's that one? The lyrics are quite like preachy. Grace. Yeah, where well, he's like trying to explain how like a fucking song works. Mm. It's that one, isn't it? Oh, an hallelujah. The F, and then when I use an F sharp, that makes you want to no, have an orgasm. Well, I think the lyrics are, I heard, <laughs> I heard there was a secret chord, and when it played, it pleased the Lord. That one, hallelujah. Yeah, I don't like any it of was that. It originally uh, Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. All right, I've changed Another guy who passed away did, in the last I? couple of years. Good guy. Yeah, I never met him. Check out Avalanche, by um, cover by Early Nick Cave. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm mm-hmm. Good. Good. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we are with the Easter special. We're going to do a racing special, but I've changed my mind at the last minute. So Ross, talk to me about Easter games. <laughs> Bye. Is that nervous laughter? Well, it's actually my fiftieth release as well. This one, you know. I know you talk. You see, I've been in this little 
<laughs> oh, I was going to say a rut, but that's the wrong word for it. I've been deciding to not drink. No. Like on the podcast, yeah. that, you know, the last three or four. Uh-huh. But because you said it's the 50th one, I thought, fuck it. Shall we just change my glasses then? She is. Booze. Congratulations. Well so, done. Well done. Make it a 50. So anyone who doesn't like hearing people drink on a podcast and also getting drunk slowly on the podcast, I'm slowly. sorry. Slowly. <laughs> slowly, yeah. Oh, you're on the Heineken export line. You'll be off your tits by uh, every... Uh, made an error with that purchase. 30-minute mark. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it is... I was just joking about the Easter special thing. Like, it's not really the Easter oh, special. You know, I mean, unless you know of any Easter games. Wasn't there that Bible game? Well, what is Easter games? Oh, I don't know, like, mate. I don't what know. is it? To... I, in fact, I should just answer all your stuff by just hoying that back to you. <laughs> like a politician. I don't have much mm. to talk about, so I just, I'm just going to keep, like... Babbling. Just all this filler. Um, for what should we move on to next? Well, it's going to be another two-parter, as it always is. Aye. Monthly special podcast, the one that everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, I mean, you listen to, like, the Adam Buxton podcast and uh-huh. All the new Russell Brand one and stuff. Just it, just, just as filler to get to the the, the, the Gone Ark Slayer one that comes out every month. You know, good things come to those who wait. Guinness. Aye, thanks for that. In part one of the two-part it's episode that we've got now... There's a few things to talk about, including mm-hmm. emulators. All right, yeah. Is that how you say emulators? Emulators. Um, you sound a bit like Crichton or a Red Dwarf. Oh, right, okay, that. yeah. Emulators. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an email from a big fan. Oh, nice. As He's probably getting the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not disrespecting, but uh, I will get to something I've got to say about this whole... It's nothing bad. I just feel... I feel for the guy. For what I'm about <laughs> to, like... I'm going to cause him disappointment again. That brings me on to... Uh, possibly mm, yeah. you could be alluding to the head-to-head <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yep. No, man. Yes, boss. Let's not give that one away. I'm going to talk about some game leaks and reveals. Uh-huh. And some games that Ross has been playing. A few other things as well. Quite a few other things, to be honest. Aye. Part two of episode 25. We're going to take it up a gear. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's um, good. It's going to be a racing special. I like that one. Thanks. There's plenty more puns to Is come there? in the second part, yeah. At least three. Well, by hopefully I'll be a bit more drunk then and find them funny. Christian's a king of puns, isn't he? I should have had him, yeah, just to, just to come up with some pun. Give him a ring he's and just the, think, come up with some puns. He's the pun king. He's the puninator. It's going to be just talking about racing games. Mm. By that, we mean not just cars, not just not just cars. I would that have said plane, really... trains and automobiles, but I don't nice. think there's any trains. Ah, oh, there's some train simulators, though. Yeah. Have you ever seen that train simulator? Race. Train simulator, bitch, yeah. Train simulator, bitch, motherfucker, what you know? Train simulator, bitch, watch that train go. I pull up to the station, yeah, I'm on time. Stacking mad chips when they hop on my line. I ride trains all day like it's my motherfucking day job. Just give me the controls and I motherfucking take off, because every driver knows a train needs some loving. 102 hours played, I regret nothing. You know when we went to the game um, exhibition at the Centre of Life? Game 2.0. One thing I think we didn't mention was that game that was on the PlayStation 1 and it had that weird controller and it was a train simulator. That was a Japanese game. Oh, I didn't see that. Do you not remember that? Maybe like, it was one of them ones that swapped out when... Uh, maybe you know how they kept swapping the games out when... Because we went on different oh, days. Oh, of course, yeah. Maybe it was. Uh, I wish I'd seen that. Oh, that sounds stupid. It was baffling. Like, really. Do you know how much train drivers get paid? I'm, I don't know. A hell of a lot of money, you know. Metro drivers get paid them as much as a police officer. You see how I said I don't know, and then I come up with a statistic. Uh-huh. I well, just 
Do you want to do you want to explain to people from not around in the region what uh, the metro is? If you can imagine, because <laughs> you hate the metro, don't I you? do. I absolutely despise it. If you can imagine a service <laughs> that is just permanently unreliable, yeah, built on disappointment. People call them trains, but I believe they are technically trams. Right. Yeah. And the take you from place to place and yes if they worked in the one time ever it would be awesome <laughs> you ever notice when you're on the metro platform you look at the time and it says two minutes mm. and then it says due d-u-a due mm. all right it's on its way it must i mean it was two minutes so it must be here mm-hmm. at least within one minute mm-hmm. nah nah nah, nah. It's, you three know or four minutes albert later. einstein said time was relative the um, metro doesn't work by the same sort of rules as that mm. he also didn't he also say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Was it him who said that? Uh, I think it might be. If it wasn't, it was someone else mm-hmm. with similarly large brain capacity. That's kind of what it's like getting on the metro every day, expecting different results, but the same thing. And But that's out of your controls, essentially, with the metro. You're not actually... No, I'm a metro driver. That's oh, my job. Yeah. Right. Came full circle... Hey, should we just fucking get on with this? Yes. Away. Basically, Skylines is coming out on the Xbox One. Yeah, why is that? It's like SimCity. Okay. Oh, I now I remember. That's the one that's supposed to, how the new SimCity was meant to be cack, and this yes. is meant to be like what everyone. Yeah, what uh, everyone migrated toward. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Like, I'll probably not buy it full price when it first comes out, but I'll definitely have a deeks. Yeah. At it, I watch a trailer of it, and it looks just like. But it's that same old thing where will the control method be? Apparently they've, they've built the control method from the ground up just for the Xbox edition. So Sometimes I hate that though. Sometimes mm. because it doesn't feel intuitive. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like yep. Sometimes it's like you use the bumper buttons to do this and you use this to do that. And that way I bet you if you played it a lot you get up to speed. But when you first put it on there's a massive learning curve. Mm. You know where you're like what does that do? I don't know. Hopefully it'll be good but I don't know. I'm I just, as we've discussed so many times, I find I've got so little time to play games. I've got to be really careful. Yeah. What I what I buy and what I choose to play. But I think I think it'd be worth a deeks if you if you fucking like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Did you say there was a couple of games you want to talk about today? I um I've been keeping a note of like everything I've been finishing, you know, over the year because mm-hmm. I was suggesting to you that for the the last podcast of the year yeah. I will normally do a Christmas one maybe it will be interesting to do a roundup of the films and um, games that we've enjoyed over the, the year and when by that I mean not games and films that come out this year I mm-hmm. just mean ones you've we've enjoyed you know? um, well, my list's getting bigger and bigger by the day now with something that we'll touch upon in a moment nice so I, I recently played um, Bastion I bought that oh yes I was very disappointed by it. It's very samey. I got it quite a while ago, and I remember one of the big things was the narrator narrating the whole thing. Yeah, and it sounded a little bit like Ron Perlman. Yeah, uh, and it isn't at the end because I thought it was Ron Perlman, yeah, and then at the end I found out it wasn't. Yeah, I mean it was an interesting concept, but it was one of those. It was when there was quite a few games came out at the same around about the same time. There was mm. that. There was that uh, Dust Elysian Tale or whatever it was called. Oh, Dust Elysian yeah, yeah. Tale, and there was. Suppose Braid could maybe fall into the same sort of bracket where it was a really, really arty looking game and they tried to do something like a bit different. You know, we're talking about the indie games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't really get me. Like, I, I didn't, 
didn't appreciate it, I don't think. I blasted through it and that. I didn't find it um, taxing or punishing uh-huh. at the same time. And going back to what, what guest Sai, how he was saying he does, he just doesn't do storyline games. He's too mm-hmm. busy. That, the storyline and that, I couldn't tell you what the fuck was going on. I, couldn't, I mm-hmm. didn't care. Yeah. Because I was just like, who gives a, a rat's ass? Yeah. Anyway, some other games I've been playing, I'll quickly reel off. War of Mine, The Little Ones. It's a free right. game mm-hmm. on... Um, PlayStation a couple of months ago and if anyone's played it it's bizarre Yeah, the game kind of looks like a dollhouse essentially from uh-huh. outside and what the game is is you have to look after a certain number of, of survivors it's a war zone that's going on and you've got to cook and scavenge and stuff and honestly it's brutal I, I got to a point on one of my games where um, I had to look after an orphan boy and my main character died of fucking hypothermia and then like one of the other scavengers got shot, so there was only one of them left, mm-hmm. and then it's just—it feels like I couldn't do it. Is it like a what third person or first person? Do you know the Fallout game? Not Fallout, but you know them other ones that came out—the ones what they called Vault. Oh yeah, yeah. Vault One Hundred One. Do you know how they look? Like, yeah, like the sides, uh, like a management sort of game almost. That's yeah. exactly what this looks like. Oh, right, okay, so right. it's split. The store, the game is split into two parts. First bit is during the day, you um you look after your house, like build stuff and like you know, yeah yeah you'll have three or four survivors and you reel through them and and look after you know cook and whatnot, mm. and then the other the the nighttime, you then allocate them to certain duties and you take one to go to a certain other point to scavenge it, mm. and um that's what the game is. Right. And one day I was playing it. I got really into it. I must have been playing it for two hours. And um, I got to a point where there was no turning back. And I know this is a conversation you want to have it on what on a, Yeah, permadeath. And how infuriating it can be. Mm. Like, if it's done right, fine. But this was just annoying. So I'd done this, um, this raid with one of my characters. And I was like, right, if I get back, I can feed such and such. I can do this. Come back. And uh, it said, such and such died in the night of hypothermia. And I was laughing at myself, thinking, it's like that Simpsons, you know, where Poochie died on his way back to his home planet. Because yeah. I was like, I'd build a fucking fire, uh-huh. and his bed's right next to his fi- right next to the fire. Uh-huh. And, like, how did he die of hypothermia? He was perfectly all right. Ran out of matches. So I just gave up on that. Um, and then the next game that I'd like to briefly touch upon is a free-to-play game called Let It Die. All right. And Let It Die is... Um, it's by, I think it's Grasshopper, who are a very Japanese company. If you go on Wikipedia, there's a hell of a, it's got a colourful history. Though we're going to make it as a kind of standalone full price game. Uh-huh. It's a bit like Dark Souls, right. which is like, yeah, you know, that that can be reeled out for a lot of games uh-huh. nowadays. And so the change is slightly, and now it's a um, free to play game. But like all free to play games, it's annoying as fuck because mm-hmm. with this game, when you die, you're sent miles back unless you want to pay. Mm. And um, what I do like about it, and I'm nicking a, a, a quote from it, uh, it was either IGN or Games TM's review of it. They said it plays like a PlayStation 1 game. Not as in the mechanics and stuff, just how nuts it is mm. and the ideas in it. Like, you know, in our podcast where we're talking about weapons, great weapons, yeah. in this, the weapons are baff- like so odd. One of them is a, a, an iron. Well, like a for your clothes. Yeah, and you can do a finishing move where you like burn the, them, uh-huh. and it's just odd the weapons you use on it. 
I sent you a, um, a, a short video when I was playing it where it was explaining the mushrooms in the game because there's several, like, there's different variants oh, of mushrooms. Thing. Aye. Honestly, I was... It was really trippy, though. It was so trippy. If anyone's seen our field in England, um, it's a... It's a black and white movie that's... It's British. It's it's brilliant. Mm. And there's a bit where he takes these mushrooms and they use these kaleidoscopic kind of um, filters on the camera. Yeah. And it's so trippy. It's mm. unbelievable. The, they're like tutorials in the game that you watch and they're beautiful. They're, they're absolutely amazing. And yeah. that's why I put a bit of time into it because I liked the design. I liked... The music, I like the ambience of uh-huh. it, but because it's a free-to-play game, it totally destroys it. Yeah, what with the the, had... the, the 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 model that they followed, yeah. where you've got to pay to get past certain parts and stuff, or yeah, it's I it's it's just annoying. It, it's like I mean, people who are listening to the podcast could say, "Well, why don't you just every time you die, why don't you just pay like just to continue?" But it feels like cheating uh-huh. because the game doesn't feel like. It's been built correctly. There's random boxes and I got five coins that I would have normally had to pay for. So mm-hmm. one night I thought, fuck it, I'll have a proper game and just use these five coins up and see what I think of it. And yeah, it just continues you from the point. So you, when you, if you were playing it and just paying, it would be like cheating. Is paying real money? I when you die. I haven't paid anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you can. But Well, that's the whole point of the model. It's free, but uh, when you die, you pay money. I don't like that. No, I, I don't like. That. I wish, I wish they had made it as a proper game. I would have loved it. Uh, it's typical, isn't it? The art design and the the humour. There's so many games like that, especially uh, mobile games, where I, I just, I think, I just let us give you like ten pound just so I can enjoy this full game instead of having to pay like fifty pence every few days, which Aye. I never ever do. Aye. I never play uh, pay for in app stuff. Like, just can't be bothered with it. I bought Last of Us. All oh, right, yes, and um, I'm. Ho- I don't know how far I am from it. I'll probably have a, a proper discussion on that. But I feel like the hype train. I don't know if I'm part of the hype train. derailed for you? It, it's not like I think it's shit. And that's that leads me on to something else I'd like to talk about. So I'll, I'll, I'll do the segue now. A film I watched recently that I thought... I've, everyone, literally everyone I know who's seen it thinks it's good. And I was just bored by it. Right. And it's Rogue One. I oh, just thought Rogue okay. One was just dull as dishwater. Really? Yeah. The the ending was was great. Yeah. And those bits of Vera in were good. Uh-huh. But I just thought it was a... Do you think it's a, it struggles because it's a Star Wars film without Jedis and the Force, which is essentially what everyone's... That's like the money shot of every Star Wars film, isn't it? someone using the force or the lightsaber battle or something like that and if you take that out completely and like you say the ending was class I don't know what it is Tom because it, we were talking about this in the pub and um, a lot of them a lot of people were saying well it tried something different that's yeah. that's what I was saying when I was watching it to Louise my girlfriend and she says it's not trying anything different it's doing the same thing because she's like She's not a big fan of Star Wars and she hasn't saw the prequels. Mm-hmm. So, so what she was trying to say was it's all about the Death Star yet again, which is true. I didn't like any of the characters. I thought all the characters were unlikable. Mm. And I thought at the start, the first 20 or 30 minutes, really, what, really stumbly. Mm. I loved how the design, the, the nail, the design, everything looked absolutely great. Like it looked like how you would rem- how you remember the original oh, films, yeah. but done like with the standard but the CGI was patchy like 
the first time I was, I seen. Um, I'm sorry if, by the way, I'll just say if anyone hasn't seen it, like, perhaps just stop listening now. You're not going to drop any big spoilers, or are you? Just no, gonna, I just uh, think I didn't know a lot about it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you know, maybe I am by just mentioning certain. But the fact that it's got two characters in it who are CGI, who are yeah. like meant to be younger people, like yeah. uh, Peter Cushions in it. Uh-huh. Don't played. say the other one. Right, I won't I... say the other one, but Peter Cushions in it. And initially, when he turns around, you're like, wow. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I wonder who gets, like, the way I was thinking, because I was, I was bored. Mm-hmm. I was like, thinking, I wonder who gets the royalties, like, who gets paid for his appearance <laughs> in this. And then I started looking at him and I was like, all right, Uncanny Valley's happened. Yeah. I now think it, that looks terrible. Yeah. So, for me, I know you said you liked it, and Tom, Everyone says they like it, so I I am totally in a minority here. Yeah. And I I would happily go back and watch it again, mm-hmm. but if your overriding feeling is boredom, it's not a good thing. Oh, uh, and Forrest Whitaker in it. What the fuck? Like what? What was he at? Like his <laughs> acting was it was terrible. It was really dramatic, like ham acting, wasn't it? it was uh, over the top. And when he was sniffing that uh, gas, it was yeah. like blue velvet. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy! Yeah, it was. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. It, I don't know what it was about that. I was so looking forward to seeing it as well. Uh, like, I'd missed me chance to see it on the big screen. Uh, oh, uh, that's why you didn't like it then? Yeah, right. yeah that's it. Uh, just wait for it to come back out the cinema in 30 years' time when they do the special edition. Mm-hmm. Probably fall asleep. <laughs> From the relative safety of... Did you hear uh, Mad Cats filed for bankruptcy? No, I did that. Uh, it's a shame. Is it? Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the, uh, the when you used to go to a friend's house, they'd always have that like <laughs> shitty controller. It was yeah. always a Mad Cats one, wasn't it? I'm surprised they're still... How long did they last? I know. That is surprising that they were still going, and that's, that was my initial thought. Mad Cats, fucking hell. Still going. Uh-huh. I think it was just uh, people just don't want auto fire anymore. The autofire. Uh, sick of the autofire. Well, that leads me on to something else. Because I recently bought two second-hand, not second-hand, third-party mm-hmm. controllers. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, they're supposed to look like snares controllers, and they do, really. They do, do they untrained eye? Like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it hasn't got Nintendo written on it. No. But the design's it's, identical. It's iNext. iNext, it says on there. I-N-N-E-X-T. I got them off Amazon, only thirteen ninety nine for two, and I'm really impressed. There was some some reviews were saying like, you can tell it's not like mm. it hasn't got the build quality of the original SNES controller and it stuff. Hasn't. But no, but I, it they're fine. They're absolutely fine for what I use them for. Mm-hmm. And you can because obviously recently I've finally managed to get emulators working on me. What the fuck was that? It was just you getting them. Oh, you're cheering. By the way, listeners, I've been getting quite a lot of texts from Tom, like, and he's been sending us videos and pictures, and you've been bitten by the bug a bit, haven't you? Like, you've been Uh playing quite a lot of emulators. You weren't going to mention those videos? Oh, the videos of the games? Uh, Oh, right, okay. Well, I just edited out the bits where you're just sitting there, like, naked. Jacking off. Yeah, um, I've finally got them sorted. Of course, I don't play any games that I never that I don't actually own the original copy of of course yeah that's the same yeah, with me because I've I've got an extensive library mm-hmm. I just find it more convenient to play them on my laptop instead yes. of getting my old console out and loading them up so yeah the Mega one was a fanny on 
Like get is, the yeah. kickstart ROMs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So that, that was a right funny arm. But eventually I got it sorted. I've got like, well, in fact, I was gonna, I've was gonna. i got a little list of some of the games I've got, but you've just come over at night and you've given us the, the pretty much your back catalogue of games that you own, that you've got all the copies of in the house. <laughs> That's right. And it's like mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of snares and Amiga games. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, those, you know, trying not to get swamped and just like take them one at a time. Well, because... Because uh, I've had a bit more free time this like like last week, and I've been playing a lot of racing games for the next episode. Um, uh, from a break from the racing games, I would then I done an A to Z of um Amiga games where I All just right. picked a one begin with A, then a one be- begin with B. You, you know, just going through like that. Some of them will be racing games to cover on the podcast. Uh-huh. And other ones were just ones I'd have a look at. You know, and um, I would say enforcing something like that uh, like is a rule. Yeah, because otherwise, also like, I don't know, the two-minute rule or three-minute rule, because mm. putting a game on and going, ah, oh, it's a shit and turn it off, that's no good, really, is it? I know. I did, that's what I, when I went to yours and we were playing them, that's what I was doing. I was just playing it for, like, seconds and then just turning them off. But there's so many, like, games that I've never played that we've talked about mm-hmm. that I've always wanted to play, like Mario, the original Mario and Zelda. Yes. And stuff like that, that and Metroid that I can finally actually play, which well, is good. There's a game, I mean, I would love to, I'd love for both to uh, play this, but Super Metroid on the, um, on the SNES is meant to be like a classic. Yeah. And I've played the opening level well, scene and it's, it's wonderful. Like, that's a game that I think, you see, for me, 16 bit kind of auras takes pre, like, mm. it kind of beats the 8 bit. So, you know, when you were saying you wanted to go through Mario, I said to you, you're probably better off with Mario All Stars. Mm. There was a, a better version of it. It was a, like an upgrade. And it's Nintendo. It's not like... Mm. And they didn't... You know, they didn't fuck with it. Mm. It's just, I think, it's better on the Mario All-Stars. In fact, go through Mario All-Stars. They're all I've got that. great games. You should, I had an issue with the disc-based ones because you need to do something extra on the particular emulator I've got to enable the disc-based ones and I, I, I couldn't find... I couldn't be bothered with it. Yeah. At some point, I'll have another look, but it just seemed it was overwhelming at the time. Well, I mean, I think you're like... I think it's telling of your personality where you'll you've got one, so you just want to get yeah. It may have just been sticking to the snares and Amiga uh, this time because I think again it goes back to you'll just snow yourself under with mm. like games. I couldn't get the Atari ST, the Mame, or the Amstrad working either, and I don't think I'll be able to. But I'm I'll, that was the point where I just thought, oh, I need to just relax and enjoy what I've got. We could have a main night of mine at some Yeah, yeah definitely. I'd love that because uh, I remember Terry would often go through the main. There's some really good main games. Mm. Just I mentioned piracy there and obviously uh, the the controversy surrounding emulators and stuff like that and ROMs. and Aye. You've got to be very careful, but a lot of the emulators I looked at mentioned the idea of preserving the game in history instead of like pirating them because these games... You can't buy them. Well, you, you probably could buy them as collectors and stuff like that, but the original developers won't be getting any money for these particular games that you're buying. They're all secondhand. What's... So the, the, you've got to... Somehow it's got to be preserved. Otherwise, if people aren't making these emulators and making these ROMs and stuff, it's just going to die off and it'll be a real shame. I totally agree with you. I also think, like, can you imagine how weird the situation is to play old games, right? So you want to play Mario. All right, well, you need... I know, like... Nintendo are a bit bit different, so you need a Nintendo console at the very least, uh-huh. you know. But the Amiga games, 
Like, I want to play an Amiga game. Well, what can I do? Imagine the same sort of thing with a film. Oh, I want to watch Citizen Kane. Uh Oh, well, you're going to have to go back and get a projector. And, you know, (laughs) it's so baffling. And I wish, in a way, we like the way there's the different consoles and different formats. But it's very unique. There's nothing else, entertainment-wise, that works like that. Mm. Imagine music where, oh... Have you heard the new Michael Jackson album? No, I don't have a um, pizzazz player. <laughs> pizzazz player is the only thing yeah, that supports true. Michael Jackson stuff. It's true. All of that actually leads on nicely. You were saying there, you said a couple of times there, that we should play uh, Super Metroid and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I know. I've had an idea for how we should go forward with homework. Mm-hmm. And this is going to take full advantage of the emulators. Yes. So I think... And I've already said this to you, and I think you agree. When we get the guests on, we should still get them to choose two games to play, mm-hmm. and for the next guest to come on play live. Yeah, yeah. Live in commas. So we'll keep doing that. So flashback and Moonstone, a hard day's night that that Sai chose on the last episode. I'm playing through flashback, and then I'm gonna play through Moonstone. I think you're playing through Moonstone, and then you're gonna play through flash, flashback. That's right. Before exactly. the next time we we'll have a guest on. And you know what? I've got cramp. I've got pins and needles in me. I've leg. got excitement cramp. <laughs> no, leading to what you were saying, like I've always wanted to go through flashback. So mm-hmm. thank well, you. Well, I'm. I'm not doing to say too much now, but I'm very surprised by flashback. Very mm-hmm. surprised. It's not what I expected. And it turns out that I must have only ever played like the first level. I think I only ever did back in the day. Uh, me. I me too. The foresty bit. So the idea is then we're going to ask you. Yes, you. The fans, not you, Ross. I was looking at you there. But uh, I can. You, you get it. We've you get been it? doing this so long, I can now tell when you like you're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> My eyes go wide. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to ask you guys to give us games to play, and we're going to create a list, and then we're going to work through them. Yeah, yeah. So everyone out there, I mean, you can mention games. We'll not play games that we've already played for homework. That would be that would be fucking stupid, man. Yeah. Don't mention games we've already played. If you don't realise that you're mentioning a game. That we've already played, we'll play, politely remind you. Uh, I would and also ask you never say, to suggest another game again. Thanks. D- just to start off, perhaps keep it in the sixteen-bit era. Yeah. Well, now we've got we've got we can pretty much get a game that covers everything. But yeah, it would be pretty cool to keep it in that. I don't mind going back to the eight bit. I just think because um, I'm thinking that it's not though. It's not as though we're going to get just one suggestion every week. Uh, like after this episode launches, I'm hoping we'll get hundreds. <laughs> we'll probably get. Probably get three from at Nyla. But, uh, yeah, the, the idea is to make a list and then we'll just work through them. So every week, if you think of a game, just send me a message. Uh-huh. Tweet with at Gonarchslayer, G-O-N-A-R-S-C-H-L-A-I-R. Email us at gonarchslayer at yahoo.co.uk. You can also contact one on my Facebook page. Or you can just, as Ross always says, shoot a flare into the sky. I'm just going to say this again as well. Please, like, if you haven't got in touch before, get in touch. Mm. We would love to hear if you want whether like, if you're enjoying this podcast and you want where to talk about a game that means something to you, maybe something that's like a hidden gem. Yeah, and you want where to talk about it. Flimbo's Quest. <laughs> yeah, all right, good example. Um, if you want, you know, if you want that sort of thing, just. You don't even need to go into a lot of detail. Just send an idea across yeah, and we'll, we'll do it. Because we're running out of them. Right? Yeah. We're going to be honest with you guys. We're yeah, running out of ideas. Running out, yeah. running out of ideas, patience, money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't 
eaten today because I can't afford to. Uh-huh. Ross, I don't know, he's a shadow of his former self. I am, yeah. <laughs> no, that's just a big joke, guys. We're just having a joke. But yeah, do do please, because the last the weapons episode and this one, we've had a lot of feedback again mm-hmm. from uh, I want to say fans, and it's really nice when you get people send you messages and it's just like you start a conversation up with them. Yeah. And like my brother said after he listened to the, the episode with Sai, he straight away started thinking about different games that he would talk about when he comes on as a guest. Mm-hmm. I think he's getting close to the con- the, uh, the idea of it. <laughs> It'll happen. You're breaking him, are you? He keeps yeah, saying, like... <laughs> he said, oh, be, I think I'd be a rubbish guest. Me, like, I, I don't know. I was like, well, that doesn't matter. Like, Aren't you like, you're recreating the, the misery type uh, where you, like, you've got him in a bed and you've just like <laughs> yeah. nobbled his knees, he can't walk right what now. What does she say? Mr. Naughty Pants or something like that. Spooky film. Hot and terrific. It's good. So yeah, you know how to get in touch. Just do it, man. One person who's got in touch with her again, Mm -hmm. who regularly gets in touch, you sent her an email. Oh, nice. Ethel a frog. Oh, cool. I'm just going to read the email out. Go for it. it. I'm going to use my words. He says... Just a quickie to let you know I finally had time to listen to your latest cast. You mean you didn't listen to it immediately? Wow. He's fucking... He needs to sort his shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent work as ever. I've got more to say when I have time, but I found Sai's story of his addiction to WoW utterly fascinating and a little scary. I've had several gaming obsessions over the years, but they've all been relatively short-lived, and the only MMORPG, that's Massive Multiplayer Online Role-Playing Game, Mm -hmm. I've put any time into was Ultima Online when it first appeared, which I may have put 60 or 70 hours into at most. Have I played that? We we'll we'll touched upon it. I've never played it. I've never played an MMO properly no. anyway, so... I emailed him back. I finally got Bloodrunner working. Oh, yeah, yes. Because I remember when I tried and I was like, oh, fucking stupid, fucking doesn't work. It was because I didn't know what I was doing. and mm-hmm. it, it did work fine. It just I didn't get the emulator set up properly. So I finally got it working and... Uh, think I completed all the levels but now I'm not so sure but I completed I, I went all the way through until it repeated this first level again so uh, I told him that and he said this pleases me immensely <laughs> great to know that you got the emulator working on your Mac at last I remember those levels because I said there was I sent him some pictures of some of the craziest levels there was one that was like just a house uh-huh. and he had this sort of weird like it was ladders but he put them to make it look like webbing on one of the levels and smoke on the house it looked oh, like smoke coming cool. out the chimney yeah uh, he said, I remember those levels, and they are loosely based on some from the Specky Loadrunner. Mm-hmm. If you have the time, I recommend playing that version. Uh, he said, there's two downloads with different levels on each, and a level editor which, uh, with which my friend and I had great fun. Oh, I also sent him a picture of my high score, because mm-hmm. I got like 50-odd thousand points. So it was like about fourth or fifth on the leaderboard. You know, that leaderboard that was ridiculous. And he said, congrats on that score. Almost certainly more genuine than any of the, <laughs> any of the ones I put up there. And um, thanks for giving the game more attention than it really deserves. Ah, he's so humble. No, he I, I yeah. like that game. You know, I really did. I really enjoyed playing it. It was hard, but I, I've since actually played what I think is a tougher and more frustrating game, which we'll touch upon in the next episode. Ooh, mm. That's interesting. Actually, funny enough, suggested by Ethel the Frog as well. That little teaser for him, he'll be going, fucking hell, which one was that like? No, that's probably not his accent. Well, it's not his accent, but mm-hmm. I'd imagine if he was from... I wonder North. what his voice sounds like. Maybe um, you should send with, like, voice files now. Oh, yeah, I send a little leave a voicemail message or send with a voice file, like you say, and then I'll do me amazing editing and make it sound like it's a voicemail sent from Zen. Mm-hmm. 
one of my favourite titles of any of our podcasts. That voicemail from Zen. Oh. Listen back to the back catalogue. Yeah. All the way back in episode five. That's like forty five episodes. Well, ago. We're just learning. Mm-hmm. Now we're now we're just a well oiled machine, aren't we? Now we 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 were just learning. Then now we've learned everything we can, and we just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, and we've also forgot a lot. Yeah, what? Forgot what? Hi. Who are you? Forgot what? <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Remember that Nez Classic? I Nez do, Cla- yeah. Classic. Why does it say like that? Nez Classic. Uh-huh. It's been discontinued. Peculiar. Isn't that bizarre? And they said like it was selling really well, so they've just discontinued discontinued it. Do you think you- Nintendo was struggling? No, no, definitely not. So what the fuck? Also, the Zelda, later Zelda, right. sold like 1.3 million units, but the console only sold like 970,000 or something like that. How's that work? That just proves... Uh, oh, hold on. It's out on two different things, so you know. Oh, it's on the Wii as well? It's out on Would the Wii con- U. Mm, right, okay. And, in fact, some people say the Wii U version's slightly better. Mm, I tried not to listen really? to anything about... Breath of the Wild. Is it Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild. And then I heard a bit about it, and it was it done exactly what I, I hoped. It it made us want to play it. But uh-huh. you see, going back to what we said earlier, imagine if there was a film you really wanted to see. Uh-huh. This involves buying a fucking a, a product that costs 300 quid just it, to play the game. It sounds as though it's got a lot of issues, and the chances of you getting a, a product that's not faulty... Sounds pretty slim as well, unfortunately. And we, I don't have time for that shit. There's something else that are... Mebby's with the the NES Classic. So with the... I keep forgetting the name of the new... Switch. New, with the Switch, it has a... It finally has a um, service like Gold and the PlayStation 1. As in... All right, yeah. As in, shitly enough, you've got to pay for it, right? All right. But you get a free game every month. Right, okay. Now, I wonder if that has some... It's it's always going to be a Nintendo game, like a back catalogue, like an old game. Right. So I wonder if in some strange way that has something to do with the NES Classic getting finished. Ah, or the fact that yes. there was loads of videos of people telling you how to jailbreak it and how you can just um, put, like, you know... Use it as an emulator. Yeah. The, it only came with 30 games, didn't it? Uh, there was loads of ways, uh, apparently. interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah, or maybe... Right. Right from the start, they wanted a limited edition, and there Make might it. be a NES Classic Two coming out with like thirty uh, different games. I don't SNES know. SNES Classic. Well, the SNES that worries me mm. because I would love a, ne- a SNES Classic, right? Uh-huh. But if the NES Classic sold out that more quickly and got discontinued that quickly, the SNES I just feel would just it would be even quicker. Would you want to buy one though? A SNES classic. Yeah. Yes, for me TV downstairs. Imagine the fun, man. Imagine the fun. I know, but you've. I'm having fun. You've got that already, pretty much, haven't you? Ah, uh, but you could hook it. I know I could, but I just, up there, I, I just think there was something cool about it. It looked. Hey, I agree. I agree. If they got get the proper controllers as well. If they got the lem for the controller right, yeah. which is what everyone <laughs> said. They're not every... wireless. No. Ugh. God. God, you want the moon on a stick, don't you? <laughs> back to, uh, oh, fucking hell. He'd love that one if he listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Fucking. That guy. Ligan Heron. Mm-hmm. I just quickly, quickly, very, very quickly mentioned Battlefield 1. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I've deinstalled it off me. I've, I finished the single player and thought it was disgraceful. <laughs> and now I've stopped playing it, mainly because 
I want to find more time to have new experiences. <laughs> oh, that's so romantic. Ah, isn't it? Well, Battlefield 1, they're going to be having monthly updates instead of seasonal updates. So every month they're going to bring out a new update, which oh, is wonderful. good. The next DLC is called In the Name of the Tsar. Mm-hmm. Now, it says, Battlefield 1 and the Name of the Tsar will bring you to the Eastern Front, where you will fight alongside the Russian army and witness the brutality of combat and the bitter cold of the Russian winters. Prepare yourself for all new tactics employed by the Russian army, motherfucker. Though the frost is cold, the steel is colder. Did it really have motherfucker written in there? It does. So, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Some of the screenshots, or the concept art, sorry, mm. is pretty pretty awesome. But um, Well, have you played any of the new maps? Because I know yeah. you bought the What's Your Opinion. I went back to it. I went back to it two weeks ago. I hadn't played it for ages. It felt like I had loads of time between the last podcast and this one. Yeah, it did. So I had loads of gaming time. I started playing it. There's this mode called Frontlines, which is just fucking stupid. It's basically like pushing each other back and back and forth Two between and points. And yeah. I had one go of it. I was shit. And I kept getting killed straight away. I couldn't kill anyone. I was like, oh, I can't play this game. Mm-hmm. And then I had one round where I played really well. And I was like, oh, actually I can. And then I played Frontlines and the first round lasted 45 minutes and I was like fucking hell that was ridiculous mm-hmm. played another one because I, I, I said to myself I'll have one more one more quick go after I had, had one round that was 45 minutes and it lasted 96 minutes and then I had to quit I just thought fuck this because it was like 9 o'clock and then by the time I left the game it was pushing 12 I was like fucking hell how far do you think you were through it then like was it near in its conclusion? No, it was still right in the very centre of the map. So you hadn't made... It had made got, no progress, but wow. if anything, it's a perfect representation I'll, of World War One. Yeah, I was going to say that. So, but um, it's brutal, like, brutal as fuck, but it just gets frustrating as well. Mm-hmm. Your patience is lacking a bit, I think, with games these days. Mm-hmm. However, one game that I've been playing quite a bit of that I was very pleasantly surprised by, yeah. Evolve. Oh, nice, yeah. I'm so, intrigued. Evolve, right? It came out uh, free, as you know, on the last episode. I was yeah, and I encourage you to get it. Oh. Well, you were going to anyway because it's free. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have bought it. And I don't know whether I liked it so much because it was free or not. Um, if I'd paid full price for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because one of the things I was thinking was I did have a slight regret that I didn't get it when it first came out because I was day enjoying one it. Relief, yeah. However, mm, day one relief. <laughs> day one. However... All of the stuff that happened afterwards with the the DLC splitting the communities up and stuff like that to a certain extent, or uh, at least the way that they did the DLC, it felt like you, it was one of those games where you really felt like you got half a game. In fact, because I think there was four DLCs with like in the end, there's twenty hunters, four monsters, or five monsters. Mm-hmm. You felt like when you first bought the game, you were only getting a quarter of the game, if anything. I felt like that was the case with Left 4 Dead One, which we've already yeah. covered. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why Left 4 Dead 2... That was a piss uh, take. Yeah, I thought it was a piss take, essentially, initially, mm-hmm. and then the the done what they should have done with it. But I mean, with Evolve, I thought the design and presentation is awesome. The visuals and sound are always great from Turtle Rock, mm-hmm. I think. They are, yeah. And it's quite exciting because they're working on another original IP. Oh, nice. Because the, the development for Evolve's ended now. They're not touching it anymore. So the game that it is now is that. Well, they did a, uh, like a re-release almost, or a, a version 2 Mm-hmm. of Evolve which only came out on the PC and that had like it had some new hunters I believe and some different maps it took some old maps out and stuff and it was like a new approach to the game yeah, yeah. but then abruptly they just went nah we're not doing anything else so that version 
on the PC is very different to the Xbox and PlayStation version. And in it's fact, it's now on the PlayStation. Oh, is it not? Evolve isn't it? Oh, think. okay. Because I went to I went to play it again the other day and I couldn't get it around it. And I'm thinking, fuck, is it? Is with the people that were playing it just because it had been released for free and already people aren't playing it? But I don't know. I only waited for like five, ten minutes and I just thought, oh, fuck this. It's so disappointing. Uh, the 4v1 aspect, I think, is genius. The concept sound, but it's flawed to a certain extent. Like, it must have taken a hell of a lot to balance it. It must have uh-huh. been really difficult to get it balanced. And at most of the games I played, I either totally dominated as a monster, like, just totally wiped them out. I only had a few that was like a really exciting end. That got came right down to the the final seconds of the round. Is it fun being the monster? Yeah, it is. I really enjoy it. I prefer being the monster to the hunter. I think it's just a bit boring being the hunter because you you're literally hunting. So you a lot of the time you're just following tracks and you just hardly ever get to see the monster until you eventually do, and you probably just kick your ass. But that so. end bit where you actually have the fight that it seems like if you're the monster, it seems I don't understand how it's fun. It's re- it is good. It works really well. Yeah, no, I, I do enjoy being the monster. There was a few, a few of the monsters that I feel were kind of overpowered, or maybe I was just playing people that weren't really very good. Ah, yeah. But there's one that you can kind of hover in the air and just shoot down and stuff. And um, was that the one that looks like an ESP Lovecraft type? Ah, of, it's like, called Kraken. Mm. Ah, yeah. It's awesome though. I, I, there was a few times when I played it, I thought, ah, this is fucking class. But it's, I think it's because it's Turtle Rock. I just think it was, a, I don't know. Maybe a game ahead of its time, almost. Maybe in a few years' time, people will look back at it and go, "Fucking hell, that's brilliant!" I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was an evolutionary dead end. Uh-huh. <laughs> the characters are all just variations of four different classes: as medic, trapper, assault, and support. Mm-hmm. All of the models are very different, and the animation's awesome as well. I really like the animation of them. Um, it, but it reminds us a bit of the Overwatch characters, the way they're designed. Aye, like over-the-top cartoony sort of thing, almost. Um, the weapons are interesting. It's quite a variation of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like this big lightning gun and stuff like that. Aye. Um, it's very fucking loud. <laughs> because it's like... You ever see a monster film like Godzilla or something, whenever the roar and stuff like that, it's just like loads of bass and... Mm-hmm. Well, there's well, every aspect sound. of the game's loud as fuck. You've got a good sound system down. Like, yeah, yeah, it's powerful. It's over the top, like... <laughs> total overkill. The abilities of the monsters are really good to use and satisfying. Is he the, when you're the Goliath, getting away from them is satisfying because his the idea of him is quite agile, so you can kind of jump really far. So when you escape from, if you just escape from um, for being killed, mm-hmm. and you jump away from them, that's really satisfying. And then like kind of turn around again and get your health back up, and then attack them again. It's really good. There's this mode called evacuation mode, which is a cool idea. It's I suppose kind of like the Left 4 Dead, the way the Left 4 Dead game's set up where there's like five or four or five different maps connected by safe rooms. This is five days. Each day is a different game mode. Yeah. And in between the two days, something happens that affects the way the next map plays out. So each each day is a different game mode. There's like um, hunt, which is just hunters trying to hunt the monster and the monster's got to evolve and then turn around and kill them. There's one called Nest, which is where the hunters, uh, the monsters, got to protect these big eggs. Defense, I think, where the hunters have got to defend this big facility against the oncoming monsters. And there's a couple of those arena where there's just a big arena, and it's the four hunters against the monster. 
Like it's already evolved, sort of thing. Yeah. So not that exactly. Part. So each day is a different game mode like that. So you choose like there's uh, voting, and you choose which one it'll be. Mm-hmm. But like I say, one of the one of the things that happened was there was an electro electromagnetic storm in between two of the days, and that then in the next map. Every now and again, there would be like an electromagnetic burst that would stop all the hunters' weapons from working properly, and that was a like a random thing. Uh-huh. It was just like the system sort of chooses, like the mutations on Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. It's that sort of idea, but there's loads. It, it said like there was something stupid, like eight hundred ninety-seven thousand different possible outcomes, mixing all these things different uh, together. It, th- that kind of reminds me of the things the AI generator or whatever it was called yeah. on Left 4 Dead 2 where the, the, ex, the example they would use is on Parish I think it was the second part of that map there was like a little um, kind of maze yeah. you remember? Yes. and that was supposed to be a little bit different every time you played it, it I didn't feel like it was what the hedge maze? There was like a gazebo on one side. Yes, yeah. And, um, it was always a witch inside there. Yeah. Well, again. Well, sometimes. The the, the way that they try to mess it up by mm. ch- changing it. At the toilet block as well. Aye. The uh. portal was aye. Oh, was that supposed to be different every time? I never noticed, but I, it I never wasn't looked out I didn't feel. No? No. But it was, uh, overall, I, I do like that game. I think it's cool. Well, I'm because, g- it's nice to hear because I've always wa- I've had my opinions and I've never played it. I can't play it because it's not on the console I have. Yeah, it just feels really slick, like the design of it. Even the the emblem, the four v one, like how the game's called Evolve and it's E V O L V E. It's like mm-hmm. the, everything the way it's such a, a nicely put together package. It's just a shame that it it, it failed ultimately, and it really is a shame. I know War has mentioned <laughs> Left the Dead. But in this part, it's applicable here because of the compartment. But um, the artwork, the loading screen of the levels on Left 4 Dead, you know, like Dead Rising and whatnot. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, I've got posters of them. Have you? Um, Just in GameStM, they've done a a spotlight on them. And I've kept them. They're brilliant. Absolutely Absolutely lush. So as I said earlier, what I've been doing is documenting what I've been watching and what I've been completing mm-hmm. by games. Right. My girlfriend doesn't participate in gaming with us, but she'll she'll watch films and and um, series and stuff. So I was stumbling on the internet and I noticed there uh, on because I'm always I always want to see it like a different experience in cinema. Like I always want to see something a bit unusual. Uh-huh. You know, that's why I try podcasts that'll guides in that way and stuff like that mm. and my friends are, are like Christian and Craig are very into genre or unusual cinema so mm. I like that it's a bit of, sometimes it's a bit of a difficult sell with my girlfriend you know getting mm. out of watch something like you know a bit different the first kind of genre that I got into ever was horror films that's kind of like why Got interesting directors, like I would know, oh, that director does that, so maybe this will be good, you know. And I was on online and I noticed Time Out on the top 100 horror films of all time as mm. voted for, I think it was by the actual critics, not, it, I could be wrong. Anyway, so I started reading it and uh, I noticed that shockingly, I think I'd, I hadn't seen like about 
half or maybe like that amount, yeah. a high amount. So I started thinking, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to watch every one of them I haven't seen. Right. So I started forcing Louise to watch them and it had its own little jingle. Mm-hmm. I get pissed and I was like, it's Roz's Horror Fest. <laughs> and all of them have been slightly disappointing. Uh-huh. Um, I've only watched four as of yet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've noticed when I'm watching a film... If Louise isn't, my girlfriend's not, like, enjoying it, I'm sometimes, like, I think sometimes it has take a detrimental... It personally or something. No, no, definitely not. Especially with these, because I, I, it's not, like, a film I've seen before. I would ha- I would probably take it personally if it was a film I loved and mm. then showed her and she was like, this is shit. Uh. But I just mean, like, sometimes I'm just, like, we have a 20-minute rule in the house. If after 20 minutes the film's, like, sucking really bad, it's like, we don't continue. Yeah. So... I'm always like conscious. Are you sure you want to watch this? So anyway, with these, the 20 minute rule does not apply. We're watching them. <laughs> so the first one we watched was session nine. Right. It was okay. Mm. It, I mean, if anyone's interested in them, I'm not going to do a synopsis on them. Just Google them, right? Session nine. It was okay. Over long, but okay. Then we watched it follows, which a lot of people are there bigged up. That was boring as sin, uh-huh. I thought. And a lot of people say it's like a John Carpenter. He, like, the director uh, tries to go for a, a Carpenter vibe. And I just felt like it was annoying. Like, yeah. the way he done it. Like, I love John Carpenter's earlier stuff. And it just felt like crap, really. <laughs> um, Ginger Snaps. What which is a, it's a werewolf film... Um, but it's like it feels like an emo type of thing right it was annoying it, like really annoying some shit and Repulsion which Repulsion is Roman Polanski's first ever English language film right yeah now this is tough sell for Louise it was made in the 19 I think it was 1960 something black and white do you know what I mean yeah low budget oh. If psychological had, horror if it had subtitles then she would have been that no yeah, the, 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 uh, <laughs> tapping out so she fell asleep during that <laughs> and when she woke up uh, she went well what did you think of that and now it was she was, she kept saying before she fell asleep is this is meant to be a horror like she doesn't even like horror so I thought that this is pretty rich yeah. but she was like keep going it's meant to be a horror what's horrific in it and I was like it's subtle it takes its time just like try and go with it she fell asleep, and I've got to say that that was the best of the bunch for yeah, me. But yeah, I like typical. I like um, Polanski. I think he's like I don't like his <laughs> his politics. Well, <laughs> no, his politics. He's, he's uh, a personal, uh, personal uh, but he's a good he's uh, lifestyle choices. He's a very good director, and there's some scenes in it which, um, for such a low budget, it was quite subtle. And there was one scene where uh, arms were coming through the walls. Uh-huh. And it reminded me of, like, what, Day of the Dead, I think, done yep. later on with the kind of... I would recommend it, but, again, it's a, it's a you've got to be in the right mood. Mm. I've got a few more to watch, obviously, and uh, well, I haven't had a chance to watch any more, but that, that's something I'd like to have mentioned. I'll tell... If anyone's interested, I'll tell you... I'll, I'll wait until we watch the four or five, and I'll just hoy another bomb of the Monty's and see, like... Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't mind... Uh partaking in one of these evenings oh cool yeah, yeah. 
Well, by the way, me, I think me, you and Lou snuggle up on the sofa. And <laughs> uh, um, by the way, I think a lot of the films that are left now are uh, quite old, uh-huh. which I don't have a problem with. The any Hammer ones? Because I used to like watching the Hammer horror ones, where there would be like some like proper beautiful young Busty, woman, like, like just boobies out everywhere and stuff. Like obviously, yeah, I would have enjoyed that, but lust, always on Channel Four, at, like two o'clock in the morning. Lust for a Vampire. I remember having quite oh, a sexual awakening when I was watching that. Sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> she look, you look like you have one now. Fantastic. The um, the lead actress. Uh-huh. Man. I wonder where she is now. In Ingrid gosh. Pitt as well. Gosh, she was hot. Yeah. She was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Ingrid I, Pitt. I seen her years later. It um, there was a record festival at uh, Newcastle, mm. and uh, she was sitting there behind the signing desk. Really? And no one was bothering her. And then this this lad came up to her, and she was like, "Getting ready to say would you?" Because she she was bored to tears, and all the lad asked was was where was where are the toilets? Oh. But did you not go and speak to her? No, I don't know why. Oh, she went. Oh, she I loved it. I remember. Have you seen The Wicker Man? Yeah. She's in The Wicker Man, uh-huh. and there's a bit where she's in a bath, in the bath, the tin bath, like, it just flashes on for no reason. Uh-huh. She's just completely naked. Uh-huh. All of a sudden. Oh, she's... Ingrid Pitt. Uh-huh. Well, she's, did she still look nice as well? Oh, like, she went a bit crazy, though, because she used to be on a lot of talk shows, like, going on about, like, how Hammer was meant to be coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is back now, uh-huh. under different guise, but she... She was a bit odd. Like, yeah. she'd went a bit... That's why I didn't talk to her, I think, because I found her a bit... So she ruined her chances with you, basically, is what you're she saying. She did, I... Yeah, she's listening. You ruined it. I think she's dead now, actually. Oh, Christ. Well, she well, might she's still be listening. From Beyond the Grave, uh, right? That could be, like, a sequel to one of her films. Oh, I a horror film where she's, like, pissed off because I didn't, like... <laughs> Talk to her. Yeah, this is an odd, odd story. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Yeah. It's going to end with her... Touching you in, in your sleep. Anyway, I feel like I want to babble on for a long time because I feel like the next subject is something I don't want to talk about. S Town. Oh, I do want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, have you listened to any of it? No. Uh, it's it's a new podcast from the makers of Serial in This American Life. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd recommend listening to it. The only, well, not the only, but one of the bad things is that the the narrator guy's got that inquisitive notation thing where oh, he goes, what inflection eh, eh, like not every line but sometimes as soon as you listen you hear it you're like oh fuck and it keeps irritating you but the story's a good story I would recommend listening to it because it's a good good story I'm Ask- not going to say anything else about it just just listen to it check right. it out thank you for a bit of for a little bit of fucking you know what I mean Hey, so, you know what, like, mate, mm-hmm. you heard they're doing a Tomb Raider movie, and it looks like this movie's going to be following the latest reboot. Oh, really? Like, how fucking bizarre is that, where the, the game came out, then they made a film of it, and then they made a reboot, and now they're making another film of that, but yet, the reboot is sort of like 
trying to make it as realistic as possible and as movie-like as possible. Mm-hmm. It's like art mirroring, mirroring art, and it's just getting a bit too fucking over the top. It's just how I am, man. Well, strange enough, going back to The Last of Us, though, we're going to make a film of that. I don't know if it is still... And, really? and Uncharted. And these but Uncharted is just a rip-off of Indiana Jones, really, isn't it? Or is that controversial? I, I don't know if that is or isn't. I, I, I don't know. But, but you know what I mean? It can't be not, indie not, anymore. Not directly Indiana Jones, but it's like... You know how you had Indiana Jones and you had um, that one with Nicolas Cage? Oh, God, yeah. They, uh, I know the ones you get. National there. Treasure. Oh. So all of those, it's it's that. You could put them all in a box and just juggle it up and then pick it out. It would just be the same experience, pretty much. But to be fair, like telling them stories is about the characters. And like that's how Indiana Jones, the first film anyway, Raiders of the Last Dark, that's how that works so well. They they were actually a homage of these the nineteen thirties type of like um, adventures. Yeah, that had these adventures that and they brought them back so successfully mm. and it worked. In the eighties, those other ones like Romance in the Stone and oh, stuff like well, that. I, Michael Douglas. Yeah, that are absolutely god awful. But yet, Indiana Jones is amazing. So yeah. if there was an Uncharted film and it worked and it got the like the chemistry and the the action scenes right, I mean Indiana Jones can't do it anymore mm. because that Crystal Skulls thing was a disaster I just think and it's probably something that we'll I think we said we were going to talk about it games that were made into movies that never should have been made into movies you know how we did it the other way games that would make good movies yeah yeah or movies that would make good games which way did we do it it was um, a good episode that I well, had like a kind of we just pitched an idea for a, a film that would make a good game yeah so we were going to, then at the end of that one we said we should do games that were made into movies that never should have been made into movies I think right yeah I just think any game is that's going to be made into a movie is just doomed from the off it just never it's always got a bad like before you even watch it it leaves a bad taste in your mouth like Assassin's Creed have you got uh, any interest in going to see the Assassin's Creed film no uh, there's like, a lad that I know who went to see it and he says uh, that he thought it was okay that's that's it yeah, he exactly. thought it he she thought it was okay that's that's all it ever is uh-huh. and this new Lara Croft or Tomb Raider film it's probably just going to be okay. But my point is that it's the way they've made it to be like a version of the new version of Tomb Raider. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I feel like there's a lot of scripts like lying around. Mm. Do, do you know this kind of like legend that the scripts like just lying around and what they do is um, they kind of wait for the time and then either repackage them or... Make, you know, make them relevant to a, yeah. something that exists now. And I feel that, you see, making a film, I guess, with a certain budget, it has to have a bit of brand um, like recognition. Yeah. And that's why we have so many sequels. So to like, you know, video games now are massive. Some video oh. games sell more than um, films. So Absolutely, I can yeah. see, I mean, I'm... I, I'm surprised there's no fucking Call of Duty film like that for the straight away. Uh, if no. they made a Call of Duty film and just put some, I mean, some of the actors have gotten the Call of Duty um, games. Hmm. Like, how is that not a thing? What about Halo though? Well, I have. They've made them uh, a TV series. Yes, right? uh, so. and I watched a tiny bit of it, and I was like, I wonder if I would have liked that when I was totally into Halo. Yeah, I don't know. But it never. You're right. They never work. Yeah, the, it's just embarrassing to me. It just embarrasses me. What right now? What's the best? Have you seen a lot of um, films that are based on games? Uh, nah, 
No, I haven't actually. Uh, that was a lovely noise, wasn't it? I oh, saw one of the first Laura Croft ones, Tomb Raider ones. Oh, you watched that? Did I watched you? the bit of the the one bit I've seen of one of the Silent Hill films is where she's walking in between all the nurses, mm-hmm. but only because I think someone linked it on Reddit because they said, "Oh, they look fucking sexy as fuck." These nurses, if they didn't like look all dead, or maybe actually that helps because like they're all standing there and they've got the skin uh-huh. tight, so and then like the way they're moving and stuff, it's like a weird fetishy kind of thing. So I've watched that scene six or seven times. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've seen any of those really the sound, just because of the idea of it puts us off I thought the Silent Hill one wasn't bad like from what I remember but um, well, there was a, wasn't there a couple was there a couple of Silent Hill films or just one again I think you might now that you I think you might be right I think there might be more than one but I've only but ever again, seen again that, that the way that they do that as well like I've said before art influencing art like the latest Silent Hills, which mm. is now not coming out, that would have been more movie-like than anything else. Yeah. So it's like they make a game and then someone makes a movie of the game and then someone makes a game trying to sort of replicate that movie mm. and then someone else will make a movie of that game. And that's kind of what it feels like they've done where Tomb Raider have tried to advance it by like going, all right, we're not going to be... It's not going to look like the old... IDOS interactive version of that where she like had the same shorts and top and the big pointy titties and stuff. The brand new realistic version of her where she's, she <laughs> bleeds, <laughs> she bleeds and she's like struggles and she every two seconds she falls off a cliff but manages to survive. Wow. We're going to make a film of that. It's like, but but the reason that they made that game is to make it realistic and then if you make it look even more realistic by making it real in real life, mm. that lessens the the impact that the original game had, in my opinion. Because it was such an immersive, interactive experience, the actual game version yeah. of it. If they then make a film of it, how can they better that? They're going to have to reinvent it entirely again. You know what I mean? I, I sort of know what you're getting at. It it's, just irrit- it irritates me. It, I wonder if... Like, let it alone. Let, it, let them do their thing. You don't need to then copy that and go, oh, but the, what you've done there would, would be better on the big screen. I don't think it would. I really don't think it Why would. Why don't they make films of fucking successful songs? Right? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Pirate Android. Oh no, that was the cartoon. Have you seen that? The trailer of uh, music video for Pirate Android. Oh no. Remember that um, Robin, that old cartoon Robin from you, like round well round about the time. It was really popular when Pirate Android came out. Mm, no. It was this American cartoon, and it was this kid called Robin, uh. and it was like, what was it like? It was kind of there was part of it that reminded us of. Um, Mike Judge's stuff. Oh, yeah. Huh. Like, one of the characters got his arms and legs cut off and ended up being put, like, all bandaged up and put in a tree. And this bird was trying to feed him or pecking him on the head and stuff at the end. This is a pirate Android video. Robin. Robin was the name of the cartoon. Mm. So, that's worth checking out. Yeah. And then, fucking part, um, Radiohead ended up doing a cameo in South Park. Oh, did I? Where does it end? That really good episode where... With Tom Scott, and- Scott, um, what was he called? Yeah, I can teach you tears. Mm-hmm. Scott, really dark, what was he called? S- Scott Tenement, was it? Uh, something Tenement, like that, yeah. Right? That sounds <laughs> okay. right. It's one of my favourite episodes, that one. Like. But yeah, sorry I interrupted you just to come up with that. What were you going to say? Can you remember? No, I was just uh, saying, like, why don't they just make films of fucking songs then? Yeah. Like, Adele's... Well, have you not seen that Robin cartoon? But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, in a loop here. Adele's album sell a fucking lot. Yeah. Why don't, version, or yeah. why don't we just make films of Michael McIntyre skits? <gasps> that would be amazing, but wouldn't it? What they it? do do... No. What they do do, do, though... They do do. 
they, there you go. They do. They do make movies of, of songs because ABBA, fucking Mamma Mia. Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. So they just what they do is they just make musicals and then you just put the musicals. That's another thing. They stop making movie versions of musicals. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. That's fucking stupid. Les Miserables. Fucking, if you want to see that, if you want to experience that, mm. go and see it at the, the theatre because that's, surely that's how the best medium for but it. But you wouldn't get Russell Crowe trying to sing. It's lazy. <laughs> what it is, it's it's people are fucking lazy and people go, oh, I'd love to see that, like, but I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to be bothered going to the theatre. I'll just wait until it fucking comes out on fucking at the cinema or on, on yeah. VHS or whatever the kids are watching these days. I just VHS. think it's bullshit. What it is, is, what it is, right, is the fucking the man at the top mm. he knows he knows that those people aren't going to go to the theatre and watch the Les Miserables so he just make a fucking movie version he's focus grouped them hasn't he mm. and now he's making shit around and what's it. with the fucking Disney just doing live, live remakes oh, of the fucking films now man fuck's sake Are they own, is, it, is it because they're just they have to make something to preserve the licences is that what it is oh well, yeah where I, they have to release something otherwise it becomes public public domain or something like that because I, I tell you what it pisses me off that you know like, did it? I know this is a weird connection, but you know, like, if you think of Frankenstein, mm. the monster, yeah, some people, a lot of people, think of the like Boris Karloff uh, uh-huh. version with the like, the bolts in his neck and stuff. But that was, I'm sure, that MGM owned that. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if because Beauty and the Beast, I know, is it, it's it's. Is it Hans Christian Andersen? Or it's probably not. Well, uh, I don't know. It's it's you know it's it's an ancient. Disney will own it. Disney yeah. own the rights. Well, will they own it or will they own their own version of like how the beast looks and all that type right, of I shit? Right. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like redoing it, mind of. But it it's I think it's this right. I'm a parent, right? Hmm. I'm not listeners, but I'm <laughs> seeing this for for um to get me point across. So I'm a parent. I was a young person in the 90s and when I was growing up my favourite film in all the world was Beauty and the Beast and now I have a kid so what do I do? Beauty and the Beast come out of the cinema or I'll take my kid to see it Uh because of all the beautiful memories I have and that's that's what it'll be like every 30 years or 20 years they're just going to release the same shit over and over again because they know the kids who are now having kids are just going to want to take their children to go and see a film that meant a lot to them. The Little Mermaid and all that sort of yeah, shit yeah. is going to just do the same thing. It's like when I was on remember the Tiki Motel podcast, I went on that Aye. Uh, to fill in when si- uh, Simon wasn't available. And I said something about Lord of the Rings and I said, oh, I can see them doing a remake of Lord of the Rings at some point. And, and John was like, really, do you think so? Mm-hmm. And I know they will because they know it's so lucrative. And it'll be a long time down the line. Like, it'll be in the next couple of decades or something but they will do a brand new if the world's still here in that time with fucking the way no. things are going in North Korea I don't know politics but yeah the will and it's just it's just stupid it's just fucking stupid well it goes back to the South Park <coughs> thing remember berries how it says about um, The Force Awakens that's no. another thing mind you I do feel how I I was kicking into Rogue One I wish in some ways it feels because I liked the Force Awakens. Uh-huh. I feel it's more cool to like Rogue One. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it, for some reason, it, it it's more adult. It it it's yeah. less following the structure of like um, a New Hope, which yeah, I agree. Um, which so 
it like ah I, I like them the wrong way around in coolness terms uh-huh. right but essentially that's like the Star Wars films just tickle that kind of like um, nostalgia thing that's exactly and, what that one did. and guess what it's all owned by Disney right. Disney yeah. all Disney are doing is just fucking trying to make you remember your childhood uh, because they know exactly who their demographic are uh-huh. like people who like Disney stuff will like Disney stuff until they die like but there's stuff that isn't like I don't like Disney because I didn't like it growing up. Mm. But there's stuff that, like the Star Wars stuff, it's in my eyes, it's not Disney. No, no. But it is Disney. It is now because yeah. if you look at it with a kind of critical eye, they're doing the same things. Mm. I mean, can you have too much Star Star Wars? Yes, you fucking can. It's gonna be like this. What a yearly Star Wars film will all get really sick of it. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast in like fucking ten years time, right? And I'm right. When we're if still they doing do it, that, we'll be up to episode four hundred and sixty by then. Fucking hell! <laughs> when we That's scary, see, isn't it? this is rich. We're just rehashing the same shit every fucking month. I know. We're gonna go on about the same <laughs> fucking game. Uh, speaking of COD, yeah, you, you mentioned Call of Duty movie before, didn't you? Did nice, I? nice smooth segue. Did you see the Call of Duty World War Two leak? Yeah, you were right. Well, yeah. didn't see that coming. It was just one image. Uh, uh, it hasn't been proven if it's real or not, but there you go. And tell you. Also, Battlefront Two leaked. Battlefront Two trailer leaked. Uh, um, quickly taken down, but there's been a little cheeky teaser reveal that came out that was literally ten seconds, uh-huh. and it was just a Tie Fighter flying toward a destroyed Star Destroyer. So. They're finally going to give them proper space battles, even though they said when they released Battlefront, they were like, oh, the gamer doesn't really want uh, space battles, so we're not going to give it to them. It's mm. too boring. I'll be honest with you, I don't want, I don't want proper space battles. Well, I don't even, I'm not even going to play the game, so I'm not really bothered. Yeah, I know it's funny, I bought, I bought my console to play that game and I never bought it because oh, really? I remember everyone gone. Well, it was okay. one of the games. Yeah. I think uh, Bloodborne was the main ah. game I bought it for. But also, there's been a, actually uh, the Last Jedi uh, trailer teaser trailer yeah. released as well, I which I'm not going to watch. Gonna watch. Uh, I'm not I try not to watch them because um, the F- Force Awakens was massively ruined for me mm-hmm. with a spoiler or so in the trailers. I, I don't like watching trailers anymore. I know. I, I, I avoid them. Again, we've covered that. We've covered that. So yeah, Destiny Two's been uh, uh, announced. We've covered as well. that. Yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> Destiny Two's coming out this year. Huh? Um, I told. I mentioned it to Simon. He said uh, he's a bit devastated. Because it means you'll probably end up getting it and then playing it for hours and hours and hours. Mm. But I won't touch it with yours. Mm. I might, I might. It could be me chance to get into it, couldn't it? Could be, but probably not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. Okay, then. Bye. Then we'll move. Oh, actually. Oh no. Sorry, mate. Oh um, God! Just, no, time I man. was so close it's to time it. Imagine that. That would have been embarrassing. Uh. Let's talk about head to head. We played Midway Arcade Treasure Three. Yes, we did. Yeah. Do do because it's uh, driving. Sorry, racing special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Ross is distracting us because he's got his bottle in his mouth mm-hmm. and his lips are wrapped around the head of the bottle. Well, I had to, you know, hold it as I was. Going for, I brought a pack of games just for the next bit, mm. and I brought the game we'll play it on. Ah, there so. it is, Midway Arcade Treasures. It's got yeah. eight, eight or nine games on it. Eight, well, technically nine because it's got the off-road racing, yes. like different pack thing on there. 
there's the extra tracks for off-road isn't it yeah um so you got off-road uh what's it called well it's called super off-road super off-road but yeah. um I, I knew it is ivan is oh, what i want oh, that guy that creepy guy it was Ivan Iron Man Stewart. That's how I know of it. The guy you looked like. Uh, mm, <laughs> what did I say? A sex pest. She had it coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's disgraceful. That's what he looked like, though. <laughs> well, you would... The picture I put on Twitter, you can see. Mm. Put it on Twitter on Tuesday night, and that's exactly what he looks like. Yeah, well, well, yeah, no. Luke kind of glasses. She on. was asking for it. So what we did was, what we did was, Mm-hmm. We we decided to play. Well, you just it was your idea, wasn't it? Ah, it was. Well, yeah. You take ownership of this one. Decided to play all of the games, and we would wear a applicable race against each other, or we would see who got the highest score or the quickest lap time, whatever, depending on the game. We had yeah. to think on my feet, didn't we? I think as well if we're going to go through this, and um, we're going to have to. Each one kind of had a different. Um, like there was a goal to it. It, it varied because. You couldn't just have two players in each one, annoyingly. Yeah. So uh, we came up with ideas for each one. And, um, yeah, do you want to dive right into the games then? Yeah, well, what we said was uh, we always chose, like, the easiest track because we'd, it was, like, the first time we ever played it. And we always uh, chose the same vehicle where possible uh-huh. and two-player where possible. Just before we do, there was a, a funny advert for Ed, Ed and Eddie on uh, the that... The arcade treasures thing, wasn't there? Yeah, there's like um, there's a section on it where it's got extras, and all the extras has got in is a trailer for an Ed, Ed and Eddie game, which, oh. by the looks of it, looks like a PlayStation Two game. But as yeah. you said, you like you thought the art style looked yeah, quite interesting. The animation was good. There's just a trailer for that in um, the credits, uh-huh. and I was hoping that um, playing games you could unlock different content i don't know yeah. but i'll be honest with you it's it's not a very good pack of games is it no no it's not unfortunately <laughs> i think uh super off-road is probably the only one that can hold its own i i, I would i would agree with that yeah but let's get down to nitty gritty so the first game that we played you got the points there yeah yeah i mean i'll take control of this if you if you if you such wish uh, absolutely uh, have you got them in in order of the one we played uh, yes because uh, i've got a couple of comments i'll just jump in with that i've Brilliant. written down Go so the, the first game we played so we went through them are you going to take the driving uh, driving seat here ah yeah <laughs> thanks very much this that's is a, a taste of what we're going to get in the next that's episode. a pun i was going to use in the next episode but i'll just use just it now. i might use it again then actually ah, for yeah. Take a drink every time you hear these crap puns, <laughs> listeners. So the first game we played was Hydro Thunder. Um, Hydro Thunder is it's a board game essentially. Yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. The maps were quite unusual on it. There was like a galleon and an alligator and stuff that mm-hmm. was bugging me. Was there a big shark as well? Or was, it, was, it, or was that the alligator? I think there was an just the alligator. Oh, was it looked a, like was a it a crocodile? <laughs> Crocodile? It was fucking huge. I think crocodiles or alligators that size got extinct in the fucking last ice age. Uh-huh. Anyhow, Hydro Thunder and the what we had to do on that simple. Me against Tom. Yep. Like it was just two boats and we picked the same boat as Tom went over. What did we choose? Which boat? Uh oh I what was it called? Misbehave! Because the announcer guy had a proper crazy voice. He would every everything that you did, he would say like, uh, "What do you want to do?" Was that that game? He was, yeah. was that another one oh. that did that in? But he would say, um, "Choose your boat," and we chose misbehave. There was another one that we chose. I can't remember. I didn't write that one down. 
but it was equally as funny. I think the other one we picked was it wasn't funny. The other one it was called Midway. Oh yeah, that's right. That's not funny. No. <laughs> so right, who won that then, Tom? Can I just say before we say that that I said that this game was a damp wipeout. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. It was just a damp wipeout. Well, I would uh, disagree with that because <laughs> wipeout's a good game. Oh, zing! So I won. Tom won, and it was it was quite close, wasn't it? It was right on the corner. It was really close. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have banged you out of the way. Yeah, he was a cheater. A cheater. So cheaters prosper. So Tom won that, and now remember, it's eight games. Who can win the most? Mm. So Tom's won the first one. Hey. The the next game was called San Francisco Rush 2049. <laughs> now. What a game. This game on the back of the box is described as racing stunts and battles in the original arcade racer. Mm. This thing was ugly as sin and the control method was horrendous. You had to, the way you turned left and right, you, as soon as you picked up any speed, you had to sort of rattle the left and right backwards and backwards and forwards just, just to stay in a straight position uh-huh. because it was so sensitive. It had something that it, it was really chuffed with, that when you'd done the jumps, because every map, because we played two maps, we'd done a practice one and then we'd done a proper like one. And God, I think we picked the hardest race to uh, like, yeah, yeah. track it. The corners were like impossible. Anyway, you go down these big jumps and you could like fly you could open up your car had um your futuristic car had wings that come out oh yes i did oh christ which was, was so difficult you want to hide in nothing with them um, wings because uh. later on it was one of those classics and i hate this in gaming where early on the first time you do it you're like all right fine uh-huh. but then the second time or the third time you start doing it and something goes wrong uh-huh. And then from henceforth, that's all that ever happens. So then from then on, you're scared to do it. And mm-hmm. that's what happened on that. We did have a little conversation about how uh, about speed inflation, about how in the future... Um, <laughs> oh, yes, we did, yeah. <laughs> and like, there was the comment about, oh, 10 miles an hour was fast in my day. But like in the future, 10 miles an hour won't be as fast as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And everything will be going like 230 miles an hour and that'll just be like normal speed. So that was a conversation that we had. Because we're killing time because <laughs> what we were playing was absolutely horrendous. It was absolutely awful. I, that was a game where I started, and I'm sowing the seeds of an excuse here, listeners. <laughs> I, I started feeling motion sickness. Oh, now, that's right. I've realised, I think I've got astigmatism in my eye, uh-huh. which means I should be wearing glasses when I play um, them sort of games. And I started feeling really nauseous. And it was a battle, like... I mean, it wasn't the beautiful lasagna cook. Oh, that was nice. That was very nice. It yeah, was. Thank you for that. It was the game. Mm. So, anyway, enough, enough waffle with that one. I won that one. Get in, mate. Now that one was me against Tom, but it was other computer cars on the, on the screen. I think it was like six or seven. That's right. Yes. But yeah. it, it didn't really make any difference because you know. No difference. So the next game we played was the one called Off Road Fun, Off Road Thunder. No, I'm clear. Yes, off road thunder, mud, sweat, and gears. Oh, yeah, I've just seen that. It's right at the bottom. All terrain vehicles racing the way it should be down and dirty. It was overtly sexist, wasn't it? Oh, that's the one, yeah. That's the one, one that had like sexy ladies all over the place. Did that? It loved the colour bile green. Yeah. That was the one, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. 
So on oh, that that's one, the one that did the What do you want to play? What do you want to ride? Because that's Hydro Thunder and Off-Road Thunder are by the same developers. So that, that's what the guy said when you we were choosing different things. What do you want to play? That's right, yeah. And mm. didn't the, like the car have a lame name? Like what was it called? The Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, yeah. <laughs> so on that one, you, we couldn't actually play at the same time. Yeah. So what we've done is we've done the same track against the same cars. It was... Same car and yeah, same vehicle. Everything the same. I went first and Tom went second. I went first and I finished with a time of two minutes, 11 seconds and eight, 89. Whatever. Like, whatever juve juves that they decided. <laughs> and Tom finished with two minutes, 10 seconds, 26. So Tom was my last more. lap. I absolutely fucking nailed it. Tom, you, you found a shortcut and in amongst all that. It was like rummaging <coughs> through a bin, not a game after. It was, I. It was Driving so the ugly. <laughs> Driving around the town dump. So the next game we played was called Rush the Rock. So Tom's already said that um, Off-Road Thunder kind of was like Hydro Thunder. It was like a... Sister game. That's yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Sister game. So um, Rush the Rock was a sister game for the San Francisco Rush 2049. Yeah. It had the same horrendous controls... And this was like basically It's called Rush the Rock Alcatraz edition. That's right. And as you spotted on the map we're doing, you could see the city where we were supposed to be taking yeah, place right. in the other game. That was just more of the same. I remember awful. being like You could change the radio station, but every station was just the same song with a different like filter on yeah, it. Yeah, it was I <laughs> So Tom went first on this one. Oh yeah. And he got Four minutes, 40 seconds and 35. This is like with all the loop-de-loops and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And I got four minutes, 31 seconds. So I won that one. So at the minute, it's one... Two's a piece. Two's a piece. The next game, thank God we got out of the rut of just... you shit know these scenes. shit. Yeah. This was a little bit different. Yeah. And I remember playing on the eight bits and God... The 8-bits couldn't do a decent standard of this because it was quite technically advanced, I thought, for a 1989 game. Uh-huh. And it was Stun Runner. Mm. So Stun Runner, it says on the back of the box, the futuristic fusion of bio sleds and roller coasters in shoot-em-ups. Yeah, I suppose that describes it accurately. It's I- unlike anything I've played, I, don't, I think, like racing, racing genre. It, it was kind of like the... The bonus rounds in Sonic Two, yeah, yeah. the way you could roll up the uh, the side of the, the, the pipe kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, one thing I thought was weird about it is, you know, it was a nineteen eighties game, but it looked like a nineteen seventies idea of the future. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you do you know what I mean? Uh, it was. Um, it looked like it was made by the same people who did like Dragon's Lair, wasn't it? The animation. Yeah, it was put together. And it had that cool thing at the start, which sounded like something from Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm sowing the seeds of excuses here. I wasn't shooting a lot on the game. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd, I, I then realised that was a failing. So the scores were, oh, what we've done on this one, you couldn't have two play at the same time. So we just saw who got the best score. So I, I went first. I got... No, I'm just counting because I did get absolutely hammered at this. <laughs> I got one six three nine five, uh-huh. and Tom got four eight four zero five. <laughs> it's because I was shooting. 
so if anyone ever wants to recreate this you know if you just have these game nights where you're trying to recreate like I mean I pity the person who has to be me in this uh, recreation but um, I won yeah shoot basically so Tom won that the next game now this was probably the first okay game of the bunch I feel yeah it's Badlands now Badlands is post nuclear battle racing between armoured sprint cars so trainers. sprint cars oh yeah like trainers didn't they <laughs> they did <laughs> they look the cars like... just looked like they were made with just fucking sneakers yeah they did I I remember this game in the arcades um, it was a quite impressive like cab it had its had the steering wheel on it and yep. stuff the way it says in there sprint cars is telling so super sprint as we'll probably go into in the next episode mm-hmm. super sprint has a lot of variants it's a one-screen track with the cars bumming around on that. And that's what this game was. I guess its unique selling point was you could fire. And mm. it had a kind of, like, think Robocop, the guy who gets mutant, like, melted, you know, in the... Um, yeah. Where, where is he? The, Some power plant. The nuclear it? power plant that's just... It's just down the road. Because <laughs> that's what you would do, isn't it? You All would right. build a nuclear power plant just down the road. Just on... Just just next door to fucking Doris's. It was obviously you could have two players at the same time, but then I've, I've just got a note here that says green jizz. Oh, aye, there was a lot of um, looked like green jizz, didn't there? Yeah, well, there was a bit where you knocked down a uh, a water cooler mm-hmm. and it it had green jizz inside. But the maps were like interactive as well, weren't they? Which was pretty cool. Slightly. And there was one bit where the rock <laughs> would like move on the aye, uh, but it didn't. We didn't know how to replicate that. So um, slightly. We came up with a thing where we're going to do five races oh, yes, and yes. see who got, uh, see who won the most races. But then what happened was um, it got a bit confusing with that. Mm-hmm. And then Tom said, well, why don't we do score? Because with that idea, you were getting score for other things. Mm-hmm. So it was like a bit more interesting. Um, so here's the scores. So Tom's was 22700. Mm-hmm. And mine was one five nine nine zero. So Tom wins this. Was that the one where you got? Oh no, no, that was off road. That's another anecdote. Mm. Right. So the next, so Tom's doing the Tom thing, isn't he? And just fucking <laughs> the Tom thing. Yeah, the I'm Tom happy thing. With, I'm happy with that being known as the Tom thing. So the next game is race driving. Now, wow, race driving was the the game that Tom initially picked to play off this pack. Yeah. But I wisely said. Very wisely. Yeah, don't want to play that. <laughs> but we had to play it because we'd basically done this whole fucking fiasco. So race drive. <laughs> it's race driving as well. There's no jig on the end, so it's race driving. It's cool. It's a cool game. Well, it it tries. It's a weird thing. It it tries to replicate driving right down to the fact of like, oh, you've got to put your fucking you got to get a biting point. It's like a simulator. Turn the engine on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a simulator, but also you do loop the loops on it if um, you go that way on the road. Uh-huh. So it's horrendous. It's it's laughably funny. Like, if if you ever want to look at that game. So, we went for points again, didn't we? Because like you see, you can either go the stunt track or the driving track, the race track. Mm-hmm. I just say the explosions and the third person crashes were pretty fucking ridiculous. Do you remember that the music that was playing? Oh, did it? 
So the first, like, I'd played it before, just looking to see what it works like, and um, on the on the track that you pick on easy, you can either go straight down for a race. So when Tom had a practice, he was like, the race one's not going to be that good. We'll we'll do the um the stunt, stunt track. So the stunt track, as far as I could kind of work out, was it's gated. Because they're all based on arcade games, so they want you to like basically pump money into yeah. it. So it's gated with like checkpoints, and you, I think you've got to do two stunts and then do like get to the gate and then two more stunts. But on the stunt track, right, there's one corner, the first corner after you pick the way, <laughs> right. where there's a barn on the left, probably an old-fashioned red barn, and this cow, <laughs> and taking that corner is fucking rock. And bearing in mind, you, you you know, we're playing against each other, you want to... So, I remember, I played it, and I took the corner, like, as best as I could, mm-hmm. and I went through the cow, uh-huh. and then, about 20, well, five, <laughs> five seconds, seconds later, you heard, moo, and, like, I went through the car, so, uh, through the cow, so, they wanted to decide... Whether the cow is real, is yeah. it a ghost cow? <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, it was like the, the developers had set that up just for someone to drive through that cow. Like they deliberately made that corner fucking difficult to take in the way they positioned the cow. And the, imagine them snickering to themselves in the in the in the programming room, just going, hey, "Someone's going to drive through that cow, and it's going to go moo. It'll be dead good that." Well, it was time when someone plays it. It did get a laugh. Yeah, so I filmed you doing it. <laughs> you did because yeah. you've done the same thing. It was impossible not to. Yeah. So that one was quite uh, close. Mm-hmm. So I got. Oh, because I just ran so, out of fuel at the end, and now well, I did as well. Yeah. We we couldn't make the we couldn't get to the third checkpoint if I remember correctly. Yeah, no. Like Tom, I have to say, when you were first playing it, you were shockingly bad at it. <laughs> but then you got quite good. Like there's a loop, the loop, and how you said that about oh, I tried me. To be clever, didn't there's you? no way. You, I you did you try to cheat <laughs> try it? To avoid it. And there was the game was like having none. So it was points. It basically racked up as you played. The points rolled along. But I think you got a bit of a like um, extra bulk of points for doing the said stunts. Aye. So I got. Four three zero eight seven, and Tom got four two eight eight zero, and it was really close. Um, and I, I remember he was like, it was you trundling were trundling to a halt, trundling to a halt. And I was looking at the points, I was thinking, oh for fuck's sake! <laughs> but I managed to pull one back. So Nilo, that faith you had in us, remember it. Yeah. But so know. it's all square again, isn't it? Hydro Thunder, you won. Uh huh. Off road Thunder, you run. Air won. Stun Runner, you won. Oh, yes. Badlands, you won. This was the chance for it to be a draw. Yeah. Yeah. So I played a Super Off Road Racer and we did literally save the best to last. Yeah. I played the game before on different versions. The arcade version is probably the the best one, but it has an interesting um, glitch. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, on the, like, the, th- the third race, every time you played it. The enemies or the um, the other racers, the computer country racers, just became unbeatable. Yeah, and we're smashing around the track like three or four times the speed of you. It's it's and you so couldn't beat bizarre. Them. It's a weird. It happened every time. And what's so odd about it is, on this pack, it comes with Super Off Road Racer and this Super Off Road Racer. The extra packs. It must have been like a kind of board that they could upgrade the um the old like thing with. 
and it, on it you can pick between a June buggy oh. and you know it's got like a little bit of extras in different tracks for instance different tracks but yeah on the third track of that race it's they've done again. the exact same thing so I don't understand but it, I think it goes back to that whole thing about arcades uh, where they just want to take the money off you uh, it's so, too obvious though isn't it it's too obvious a glitch uh, to make it just Fuck, like totally fucked. But they way. never do it again. They don't do it on the sixth no. race or something. It, it's all because on Subaru Road Racer, when you've done a track uh, race, what happens is you get some money, and that's how we. By the way, the money is how we based. Yeah. Like a competition on it. Uh-huh. Who who had the most money? So anyway, the first first two tracks say me and Tom came first, second, first, second. You know, it might have varied like mm-hmm. that. So the computers came like like far yeah, back. Yeah. We were investing in faster engines and, and, and whatnot. They weren't because they weren't doing well. Uh-huh. But yet, on that third track, all of a fucking sudden, mm-hmm. they were like insanely fast. But then the fourth one, they were slow again. Yeah. Which made no sense. So when we played it properly, we're getting money and not buying anything. Yeah, that it. was the concept. Just, not spend any money and just see how much who had the most money at the end. Yeah. But we decided to do it across the two games. And have an accumulation of the score over the two games. Well, Tom, basically, you won on the first one, yeah. Sub Off Road Racer, but then being the gentleman, or basically making the torture and pain of my, uh, like, because I couldn't even win, I could only draw, but basically, he just wanted to get, like, really rubby nose in it. But it was he like, was like, oh, let's just go to the other one. I mean, I was like, on the first 12 one. o'clock at night I was tired I'd work the next day but I just went okay then so on the first one on off just at super off road I got 660,000 uh, dollars that's right yeah you got 640 that's right yeah and then on the track pack you got 570,000 mm-hmm. and I got 550,000 which yep. actually leveled it up it exactly did, yeah. this exactly right so we had to have a, another race yeah, which we'll was the decider the, race and the pressure like as we can kind of like the pressure got to us. It was only a hundred thousand versus ninety thousand, though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So I only won by ten thousand. But there was there was one race I remember that you got totally fucked on. You just couldn't get back. No, nah, couldn't, couldn't get, get past. It, it was the, the last thingy. Sorry to interrupt you. It was the last race on Super Off Road Racer. Yeah, like the the winning was it the one with the where it went reverse, didn't it? Was it that one where it went reverse again? Yeah, or, yeah. I just couldn't get past them. That, that's something about the game that uh, Tom said, and I've always thought this, you were like, well, there should be loads of tracks. Uh-huh. Because the tracks look easy oh, to yeah. make. Yeah, yeah. But yet there isn't. Uh-huh. There's a, like, to my eyes, there's only like about five or six tracks. And then, and then they make it, yeah. It, I liked it though, I have to say. like, And it's a, it's a type of game that we will talk about in the second episode because there seems to be a multitude of them. Um, but it's a good... It was a good game. I liked it. I did like it. And it was a good a good bit of fun as well. So, um, before we roll on, I just want to talk to Nyla right now <laughs> and just say, I am really sorry. Like, again. I'm sorry to anyone who ever thinks I'm going to win and the pressure's getting bad, so it's 4-0 to Tom now. Mm. It was 5. five. I won five of them games. You won three. So, mm. I ended up 4-0. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I mean... It's funny though because you kick my ass in m- almost every other game when it's there's nothing on the line. I know. Like my um, Mario Kart, I can't get anywhere near you and that and uh, Street Fighter and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I just 
But then when it comes down to a game, and you play more than me as well, you do, you play games more than me, maybe, I don't know, I don't know what it is, maybe I should just be in in, a, in proper competition. Competition, yeah. I think with me, it, it takes me a little while to get good at something. I think I've always been like that. Like, I can't just pick up something and be, like, very off-the-cuff good at something. Uh, like, basically, my trier. You see, I, I can. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also... He's a good he's a good winner, though, isn't yeah, he? Humble the, me, ladies like. and gentlemen. Fucking come on! Funny hell. So, we've got to pick the next competition. Now, I have an idea. Oh, if, I, I if, haven't got any idea, right. so... You can, you can go for it, mate. Now, down the line, I would like to do, do a podcast, uh, an episode, where we'll talk about... Good one-on-one fighting games, apart from Street Fighter. We've covered that, fucker. If anyone's interested, we've done a three-part special on that thing. So, like, one-on-one fighting games will be a good one. Yes. I'm not saying we'll have to do that next time, but I have Midway Arcade Treasures 2. Now, Midway Arcade Treasures 2 doesn't have a theme, right? Mm -hmm. It just has a selection of games, more games, Mm. than the other one. Now, it has Mortal Kombat 2, free, and it also has Primal Rage, which is that god-awful, like, oh, um, dinosaur, yeah, yeah. dinosaur, dinosaur. Oh. game. So, I'm thinking, why don't we pick three of them? Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. So, we could have Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3, Primal Rage, what do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Best of them. Fuck it. Fuck it. Well, winner, like, decides. Do you reckon? Yeah. Cool. So we'll do that. We'll have a few one-on-ones and see who, who bests each other. And that uh, would lead us nicely on the next episode as well, which I would say is going to be that particular one. Sweet. No. Well, can I just, before we go, can I give you a present? Because uh, when we're doing, when I was getting fucking horse-whipped off Tom, you were sending a few posts, and there was a, a young lad that... He had Midway Arcade Treasures too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And you posted quite a funny one, uh, Twitter thing for Rampage. Because ah, I quite right, like the yeah, yeah. icons that you put. You put the three guys that are on it. I, I realised is... afterward though, that there was uh, an actual gorilla one. I know. Mm-hmm. Shit. But you got Ralph Wright, who's the fucking giant werewolf, which yeah. is the oddest one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, digging through me pile of weird stuff that I've got like, lying around. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a Lynx I believe it's a Lynx game but it's so weird it just looks like it looks like a, it looks like the back of a TV remote yeah it does doesn't it mm-hmm. and the, the Lynx game bit. is a Rampage now I don't have a, an Atari Lynx uh-huh. so I am gifting this oh, to you oh wow to us to the uh, how can that be? oh there there's the code wow that's remarkable 1986 Bally Manufacturing Corp that sounds like the people from Robocop. It also sounds like I'm drinking Bombardier right now. It goes bad, like Bali hell. You know. <laughs> I'm trying to be a posh. Bali, Bali hell. Yes, that's uh, that's wonderful. That I've never ever seen a Lynx, Atari Lynx uh, cartridge. Cool, yeah. I do have an Atari Lynx emulator now as well. So I can play that, but not that. But I can play that game, Rampage. Well, back in the day, they said that that was the best handheld. Um, oh. Performance-wise, yeah, like the Game Boy was the weakest of the of the bunch, and I never got a chance to play on it because I didn't know anyone who had an Atari Lynx. Mm, that's great, that well done. Thanks. To oh. the victor goes the spoils, I guess. <laughs> so this is me award for winning. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm gonna fucking run out of stuff, aren't I? 
<laughs> Sorry, Nyla. Don't back us again. Actually, if you don't back us, I might not win. We're going to go and have a break. I'm going to have a uh, wee wee. Mm, and a wee wee. And I'm going to get another beer. And then me we'll too. come back and we'll talk about driving games, shall we? No, we won't. We'll talk about racing games, for God's sake. Keep co- correcting yourself. Oh, for God's sake. In, in <laughs> Connacht's last <Lair> style. <laughs> Got loads of loads of feedback from fans so it's going to be another long one you may as well just stay over buckle buckle in <gasps> oh that was my excited noise for that pun buckle mm. up buckle up passengers no buckle up uh, listeners <laughs> yeah I can't wait can you no I'm excited okay I want another beer and a piss but, right, let's uh, do it then alright guys well thank you very much for listening to the first part well for listening to episode 50 yeah. Well, no, no, that's not Go right. and have a little drink. It's episode 25. As a celebration. Part 50. You'd better be drinking while you And as a celebration, fucking, I don't know, give her a review or something. Ah, nah. Can you imagine if we got more? Hey, we did get one review from, who was it? It was from Games Freezer. I think you gave her a review on iTunes. No, he said utter shit, didn't he? One, one star review. <laughs> fucking dick. Cheers, <laughs> Jason. There is one person on Facebook who does like and share a lot of his stuff. I'll give a shout mm-hmm. out to his school. Dinsdale Piranha. Good name. It is, yeah. His uh, profile picture looks a bit like a hedgehog, but I'm not sure. Which I, I know I like hedgehogs. Mm-hmm. Hedgehogs feature in the next part of episode 25. Stay listening. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much to him for all his support. Yes. And stay classy. <laughs> oh, no, God, this cough. <laughs> oh, will, he be, will he be all right for the know. next... Um... Can you hear me voice sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Got that Sue Pollard thing going on again. Well, when you listen back, you can tell. I look, you I can just know. sort of hook the the Tory Lynx cartridge over the thing, over the side of stuff. That doesn't mean much to people who are listening. Uh, it's kind of hooked over the side of stuff. Right, anyway, okay, bye then. See you in a bit. Bye. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs>
That was my idea of a bowie. 